Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. This podcast is brought to you by Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series. Do you like violence? Do you like smut? Are you tired of the stereotypical novels of werewolf romance out there and want something a little bit different? Then pick up Sparked Revolution, book one in the Rising Dawn series by Rebecca Cassis. Available on Amazon, in Kindle and paperback. You too can become a sponsor of Stories to True and the Fictional by heading on over to buymeacoffee.com slash sttatf or follow the link in the show notes. That can't be Holly. I looked at the girl that just emerged from the car and couldn't tear my eyes away from her. Her hair was dark chocolate brown that waved and bounced all the way to her hips. She was wearing a long-sleeved crimson top that came off the shoulders to show an ample amount of cleavage that wasn't there the last time I saw her. She paired the top with denim shorts that showed her tanned, athletic legs. I hadn't realized my eyes had started to map the entire length of her body until my gaze made its way back up to take in her face. I noticed her eyes. The one thing that hadn't changed over the past year were her light brown eyes. They were so light, they were almost golden with dark freckles in them. Her eyes might not have changed, but I found myself mesmerized and couldn't look away from them. I could hear Alistair growling in the back of my mind. It wasn't an angry or defensive growl but more like a possessive growl that only shocked and confused me. This can't be Holly. Alistair, oh, it is. But she's gorgeous. Alistair, for once, I won't argue with you. (laughs) End scene. Outstanding. I got a little distracted, but, um, you know what happened too? I touched, I put my thumb on the stupid phone and it did that outline thing okay. it does when it's going to cherry yeah. pick part of the story or part Highlights of the Highlights your favorite passages. You know, you know, <laughs> Rebecca Castles has often said that she had envisioned a, a specific actress in mind when she was writing it. Uh-huh. But if that's not Cat Graham, I don't know what is. Like, I, love, I, mean, that, I mean, if that's not, again, if that's not verbatim Cat Graham, I just like. Dark, like like tan skin, brown eyes, long flowing brown. Again, if that's not a category, there is then then Chris, then I'm, clearly I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Clearly, what Chris is saying <laughs> that if if this character Holly really was based off Anna Kendrick, she'd be singing more. You know, well that's Anna true. Kendrick, <laughs> you you take Anna Kendrick outside, she catches on fire. Like this is this this that's is true too. This She's is quite like pale. tan skin. Come on, we're only talking <laughs> about one person here. Look, look in. We were just talking. My wife and I were just talking about Anna Kendrick. That's funny. <laughs> I know she it's had funny. envisioned in her mind something, but clearly she's wrong. But but more importantly, welcome everyone to Stories True and the Fictional. I am, of course, lead designer of Skynet, Chris Park. And if someone's going to build it, <laughs> I trust me, I'm going to make the most environmentally safe 
sound and friendly <laughs> version of Skynet that is going to reduce the carbon footprint on the planet significantly by about 7.8 billion people. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say that you were going to rule out lettuce, like that's new study. The lettuce versus bacon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. isn't it interesting what science can do when you play with the data enough? You can make it basically <laughs> say, <laughs> yeah. Remember, for all those budding scientists out there, if you cherry pick the data correctly, you can basically prove anything. All it takes is a few studies and some creative spreadsheets. There's literally a book called How to Lie with Statistics. Yes, everyone does this all the time. It is it is, it is a common lie that we all tell each other. <laughs> we are, of course, joined by the longtime friend of the show. And the reason why you must wear pants now when swimming with dolphins, Martin Kearns. How are you going, sir? <laughs> We're doing all right over here stateside. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. I, I, I you know... When 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 they, when they said that they were going to do a, a chat with Martin Kearns, I was like, going, no worries, I'll go back to my cornered cage. That's fine. I'll, I'll go sit in the cage where I can not scare the, the viewers. And then Jamie says, no, 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 no. I think it's time to want to unbottle the chaos. And I was like, going, let's find out. Let's find yeah, out. Let's see how long. this goes. Let's, let's go. Of course, I would be remiss if I wasn't talking about one of the legends of the podcast child author writer of all the greatest books of the last generation that i possibly read the one book i'm of course i'm talking about the man of the wilderness j.a bryden how are you going sir <laughs> oh, i'm going good chris i'm going good have you been winning any of those awards you've been nominated for so i know there's been a few have there's you managed two. to like have you managed <laughs> to actually get the result there's what two no well they're not till early next year like they're weird they're weird like okay i Martin, I know nothing about books. I wrote a book. A publisher said, "Hey, can we publish your book?" I said, "Sure." First, like the first thing I ever properly wrote, and then they're like, "You're nominated for this award. You're nominated for this award." And like, they're weird. Like, I don't know anything about the author world, but like, one of them's the Victorian Premier Liter Literary Award or whatever. That one probably will be lucrative. It sounds that fancy. Sounds, yes, it does. It sounds like silverware will be nice at that party. Yep, yep. <laughs> but when yep. I got nominated for it, the premier of that at that time, he's not a very nice dude to the point where he, now that he's not premier anymore, he's getting rejected from golf clubs. Like he's trying to get, get he's like, oh, he's trying to, you know, but apparently everyone in the golf club has to sign off on it and they're like all unanimously, no. Wow! You it's, shut you shut down our golf courses during COVID. It's the dog eating poop <laughs> yeah, thing. That, yeah. that is, again, it's the fact that he eats dog poop. Yeah. Again, it's 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 alarming yeah. to a lot of people when they see the politicians eating dog poop. It can be distressing, and I get it. <laughs> That's why they normally bring the bag where they put it over their head before they. But again, he's 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 an yeah. old school man likes to eat on the back porch. Yeah. Now, I'm of course joined by someone who, until recently, I didn't know was the criminally insane, and but he's now proven that he's criminally insane. From his from the state penitentiary, we're course joined by Ryan D. Hague. Ryan, <laughs> you were acquitted for murder recently, and the reason for the temporary insanity was because what, what were you watching recently that proved the temporary insanity? Uh, I was watching the Marvels. Exactly, and now the, and the judge <laughs> had absolutely no question. He was like going up. Oh, that's it. Case is over. Temporary insanity confirmed. <laughs> he banged his little gavel. You, not only are you oh, watching it, you went out of your way to watch it. I don't. What? Well, why? I, I figured someone needed to do it for. I'm putting it down. I, I when I say watch it, I'm I'm officially 
and I'm confirming this because I still have it open, 13 minutes and 35 seconds into it. Um, I am doing it for research purposes for research the podcast. Research purposes. Um, because I figure one of us needs to suffer through it. And seeing as I'm already enduring a lot of pain and suffering now, what's a little bit more just to, to you know, I find that it is numbing my pain watching such bad acting and, and such waste of Marvel's finest characters. I don't, think that's, um, I don't think you should do that to yourself, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought I'd do it because no, I know I sent out a group message this morning to Chris uh, and Jamie and another one of our friends, and I said, uh, I said, officially, the Marvels is available on the high seas. Let's all get onto it quickly. And their responses were all, <laughs> no. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one for the team. I've pretty much been, because I've been confined to my house for the last four months, I've pretty much watched everything that exists. So I, I thought, you cup. know what, I'm going to take a... Yeah, no, I've, I've actually watched four girls, two cups. So oh, okay. uh, the sequel, the sequel, yeah, the directed by Mike, directed by Michael Bay. So lots hey, of explosions. I, if anyone can make that, if anyone can make some excitement, <laughs> it's Michael Bay. But but you but no, would you want to have Michael Bay explosions or JJ Abrams lens flares? Because on on that one, I think yeah, lens okay. flares is probably a bit better. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're not talking about those kind of explosions. We're talking about we're talking about emodium related uh, explosions <laughs> in Four Girls Two Cups. Um, but <laughs> anyway, I thought, why not? I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it today. I'm going to do a little write up for the for the for the podcast, and I thought, why not make myself how, useful? How many times did I look at my phone? And, not not enough room. Not enough room to put. <laughs> Jamie, thir- thirteen minutes and thirty five seconds. I'm already up to three. So no, you, um... the scale is going to blow up. It's going to be like over nine thousand. You can't. Do you know do how that. many? Do you know how many tiny little phones are going to put in that little bar? <laughs> well, I was sitting. I was sitting here plugging the microphone in, and I was almost like I, I had a really sad look on my face. And Steph came over, and she's like, "Do you need some painkillers?" And I said, "No, I'm watching the Marvels." And she <laughs> so said, yes. oh, "I'm so sorry." Yes, crush them up. <laughs> also, put them into candy, or or crush them up like cheese. You know how you give a dog your medicine, you crush it up, and then you put it into a little piece well, of well, cheese to feed them the well, painkillers. She, because because I'm going back to hospital tomorrow, and she said this is a guaranteed way to make sure they admit you. By saying that you watched the Marvels, I told you um, insane. So, <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoy the I, singing number. And remember, you brought it upon yourself. <laughs> I did, I did. But I, I thought I'd do it for the team. I'll give it for the team. I'll do yeah. one for the team. But Martin, you're a man of sound mind and sound judgment and 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 reasonable intellect. <laughs> I hope you're. I hope you've been enjoying better entertainment in the last week than than this young man is there any highlights from your entertainment <laughs> weekend that you that you would you would call out you got well we have to talk about blue eye samurai ah, on Netflix. Yes. Yes, we do yes, have to talk yes, about that yes. but before that you gentlemen should know that four of my best friends are currently at an imax movie theater watching godzilla minus one just talking about that yeah. and they they it all came together in the last week and they said you're coming right Man. I've got plans. <laughs> uh, but, but the good news, yeah. Martin, is it's got a, it's, it's been given an extended release over there, so mm. it, they 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 it's doing that well that um while we're just talking to the guys about it that they've extended the release by a couple of weeks. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait. I I'm so disappointed. I'm going to be in hospital for that one. So I'm hoping a good yeah. digital release comes out soon. But um, oh, I will. cannot wait. I cannot wait yeah. for that movie. It will. 
it, it looks, looks amazing. It looks phenomenal. So yeah. It's and I, and I guess it's also um, you know, it's also what happens when you see, you sort of see industries when you see the the amount of money that they spent on a certain movie. And you look at say a Captain yeah. Marvel at three hundred million. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, two fifty. They got a fifty. They got a fifty million credit from two fifty six. Yeah, they got a fifty million credit from England to be filmed there. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look yeah. at that film, and then you watch the trailer for that. Then you watch the trailer for Godzilla at fifteen million, and you wonder, yeah, yeah, who's pe- like whose hands are in the cookie jars? Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. like, I understand that some embezzlement will happen in any sort of Hollywood mm. film. I get that. I yeah. understand that. But shouldn't there be rules about like you can't embezzle more than forty percent of your film? Like, isn't that isn't that like a standard rule about embezzlement? Two hundred million just for the craft truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, that's very expensive stuff. They have to, they, you know, yeah. for the actors' but, um, different needs. Uh, Godzilla minus one's pulled in forty six million worldwide as oh, of nice. eight o'clock. So, so it's so already made its money back. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. So they're Easily. doing great, and that's what you want to see. It's um, mm-hmm. I tried to look into Takashi Yamazaki's filmography, yep. and I saw Parasite on there. Yeah, it's a different yep. movie. I thought it was the par the uh the um, no, Oscar not that. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. yeah, but um, still he's... not the most successful Japanese film to come out in the last few years in terms of um box office release, but still very very solid numbers. What was what was the last yeah. last big one? Jamie, the thing that I've been trying oh, to get shit. you to watch for a thousand years, which you just don't want to watch, which is Demon Slayer, the Mugen Train, at yeah. $15 million budget, it grossed a worldwide yeah. of $507 million. You didn't watch that, Jamie? They did a movie. So it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Yes. But it's all, it's okay. basically the leading to the season two of Demon Slayer, which Jamie doesn't, which Jamie doesn't watch. That's again, that's a whole separate other thing. Oh, I see. I, I have a very tight time schedule, but I did watch first of the half. True. I did watch the. You have to watch about 10. You, you got to. Yeah, I think halfway through the first season or something like yeah, that. Yeah, halfway through. Yes, yes. Yeah. But again, still, it's good to see. It's good to see other movies coming out and then doing well at at, at the cinema. It's good to see. Yeah. It's, always, it's always good to see, you know. And, and it's also sometimes a very minor of going. Oh, look, Hollywood! Look how much our movie costs, and yet it's still good. What are you spending your money on? Crowd. There's obvious again. It's a bit of a slight, right? At um legendary right oh with their godzilla films yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> yeah. Time. and they just came out with the trailer so and it's you know it's cgi yeah whatever it is um i don't know how you guys felt about godzilla v kong actually mm-hmm. i went in there and i went this is going to be the exact same plot as batman versus superman and it was <laughs> that's fair well, I, I must admit i we've been um we being i've watched them recently like in the last two weeks i started because i i wanted to i was really excited about monarch the tv show on apple tv um with with um kurt russell and uh, exploring that era so i thought you know what let's go back and watch all of them from godzilla skull island all of those kind of things and i i do think kong godzilla vs kong probably was one of the weaker entries mm-hmm. in that but in saying that I've been watching Monarch and I'm up to episode four. And that is probably one of the best representations I've seen of um, the 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 Monarch, Monarch verse, as they call it, um, in storytelling. So I think uh, that is definitely worth watching. Whereas you've got Kurt Russell playing an older version and you've got his son Wyatt Russell playing the younger version of the same character. I mean, that's pretty, mm. pretty impressive. But It was tricky, um, yeah, they pulled it off. I don't. I watched the new trailer. I don't know. Like, no. I think it's just. I think I. I think I'm getting to the stage where I'm like, 
we've had a bit too much. Yeah. Let's just move away from Godzilla versus Kong. Let's do a different, let's go down a different path. Skull Island was the best. Yes, definitely. And the, even the cast in that movie, that was yeah. absolutely, you know, watching that again um, recently, you know, with Tom Hiddleston. And I oh, know we, we do tend to speak ill of Brie Larson, but she was really yeah, good in that, that film. But, but that's like, just really like how we speak ill of Tom Cruise. We only speak ill of Tom Cruise from a certain point. That's so true. Before, you know, like Skull Island, Brie Larson was fine. Brie Larson was great yep. in, in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She was great in Community. Yes, she was. You know? yeah. And, and yeah. it's only that weird era of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes where he went insane. That, yeah. that, that, that he's, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, you know, I love Tom Cruise in Maverick and I love, you know. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. so, the, the, you know. I'm, I'm slowly learning to, you know, put the craziness aside. If it's a good film, you know. Yeah. But it took me a long but, time but, to get to that point. <laughs> Now you 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 actually Jamie dropped a trigger word for me in your little um spiel just then. Um, now me and Chris have discussed this. Uh, Martin, have you had a chance to check out the Scott Pilgrim show on Netflix where they don't actually <laughs> need Scott Pilgrim? Not yet, not yet. I wasn't please even don't. aware it existed actually. Okay, well that's please, good. Please don't because no one's in. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, here. Let's let's make a Scott Pilgrim show, right? Let's make a Scott Pilgrim show for Netflix. Let's make it in the old school anime style. Perfect. But let's not include Scott Pilgrim in it for more than half an episode. Because woman power, right? <laughs> yes. Let's make remote let's let's I, I got I got watched the first episode. I watched half of the second episode and I said, Nope. Yeah, and then yeah. I went and watched some Blue Eye Samurai. <laughs> I watched, yeah. I, watched, I, watched and, and I watched I watched the Onimusha on Netflix is absolutely yeah. amazing as well. So I'm halfway oh, through that as but, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was Oh, it's uh, so good. Blue Eyed Samurai though just hit. And talk yeah, about yeah. Uh, woman power though. That that's it that's, done right. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's really funny. I've I've been for some reason all these videos came up on Facebook about Red Dead Redemption 2 and I went, you know what? Okay, I'm going to play it again. And then mm-hmm. you know, so I started playing it and love it. But a panel video came up where they're all interviewing the people from from the game. And like this audience member asks the Sadie, the actress that plays Sadie, and it's like, oh, how, how do you, like, it was this typical, how do you feel about being a strong female character in a group of, you know, just dudes? And then she just goes, well, they made a strong character. So it's not, it's not about being a woman or whatever. They just made a really yeah. good, good, strong. And well like, what, what a response because well you can done. just tell the audience was probably super woke or something like that, you know? Yeah. And that was, that was four years ago. And yeah, I've got to absolutely. say, Dutch, Dutch, the guy who plays Dutch looks nothing like Dutch. Of course, it's a game. <laughs> Before we get too tangenty, Martin, why don't why don't you tell us what you're working on at the moment? What's happening in in the world of Martin Kearns? So, as you know, self publishing is a bit of a grind, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about PR and getting your stuff out there. And the people who've read the book like the book. Not, not everybody knows about the book. Mm-hmm. So the next step in the in the journey was to. Um, churn out a ton of short stories and i promised ryan last time i was on they were all going to be horror and they are they're pretty horrific horror and um i've got a couple of them pending right now there's an author of horror uh bram stoker winner reading one of them right now giving me a little bit of feedback i stumbled into that and i'm very lucky for it nice Um, oh wow one of them that's not going into this collection just got picked up on just plopped onto a website commuter lit so that officially makes me published as well i guess 
which is nice. I'm in your club now, Jamie. And then um, Wind Driven Rain is going to be in an anthology by Teresa Green called um, It's uh, Strange Creatures, I think. And that one's the Thunderbird. They all they all have a basis of being in um, the demon world. Lilith's Children, that stuff from the book. And um, kind of what was going on while my characters were prancing around doing their things. And if you're paying attention, even if you're not paying attention, I kind of smash you over the head with it. You see how it connects to the world of the series. Um, so that's what I've been working on. And I'm starting to get the itch to finish the third book because people thought it was going to come out in October. Sorry. <laughs> um, and But really, I just want to get into some magazines and and churn out some more horror. So I think I have about four more stories to write and then I'll get on to the last book of the series. And we thought about, so your, your, your work is in the, obviously the paranormal, like fantasy, dark horror kind of, you know, genre. Um, once you finish off the trilogy, have you thought about, you know, um, switching it up a little bit to different genres or, is it, or would you still want to go down the, the same path? I don't know. I like horror. I like to read it. I like to watch it. I haven't liked watching it as much lately, which is weird. I've been vectoring kind of into the fantasy realm a little bit more, but okay. I don't know if I would want to write anything else. I had an idea recently for a standalone, just yep. kind of like thinking of me as a kid, what we would do as kids out in the woods and stuff like that. And just like, what would you would do if a dragon flew overhead and just crashed into the reservoir or lake you lived by? Nobody else saw it. That idea was mm-hmm. rattling around in my head as I was traveling to work. I'd like to write a, like a Stand By Me style book, maybe. Yeah. You know, the body, I guess I should say, if we're going to be true to the king. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, you know, that's a great question. I haven't thought of it. Maybe I should start writing romance like Rebecca <laughs> because it does well. It there, does there, well. there is a large audience for – look. For there's a large audience for, for 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 romance, true crime. They're all the same audience, but you know, it's still, there's still a lot of them, women, yeah. and there's just a significant like, again, half the population at least. Housewives, hmm? modern housewives, modern ha- there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> modern housewives. So it's it's a good it's a good it's a good niche to, to to get into. But again, obviously, you have to think of the right ideas, and then you know, mm-hmm. um, and Compete then you know, with all the others. Pay with all yeah. the others, and then you know, and you know, to write well, and to write in the female perspective, which you know, I like to think that that um, as good as it gets, had the great quote about how to write from the female perspective, where he goes, "I think of a man, <laughs> and I take away reason and accountability," <laughs> and then that's my favorite quote of any movie of all time, <laughs> as delivered by Jack Nicholson. By too, which Jack Nicholson. Adds a layer to it, yeah, and he yeah. just leaves her in the elevator staring yeah, at him. Yeah. Some so, some super fan of his, he just absolutely just destroys. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so you write one of those books, exactly. There you go. I I could write a a story like as good as it gets, oh, with yeah. no supernatural, just a character driven thing. Because I think that's my favorite thing to do is develop characters and then crush their hopes and dreams. And so, but what, you, what, what about what about a bridging book where it's basically like a supernatural story with a romantic element of lead two lead characters with that with that you know bridge bridge yourself into that in genre i guess i could do that i've never thought about that before maybe a choose your own adventure would work too 
We do a little body hopping or something like that. Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think getting into kind of maybe I should just do something anthropomorphic like Jamie did <laughs> and try to take away some of that animal farm money that comes into all these schools, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a really niche book. It is yeah. just to throw and the light back on you for a second. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw, but like I got an email from some school in Iowa saying, can we please use some of your book for some speech competition? I think it was great. So Martin, you would, you would understand, maybe you don't understand this reference more, but I was trying to tell Jamie about this thing. He said, I said, when you're listening, when you're reading his book, you must read it as it was intended, which was <laughs> with Southern accents and the Ahsoka farewell playing in the uh, in the background, the Civil War song, because that is exactly what that book is. <laughs> and if there ever was a movie to be made, I, and Jamie would disagree with this vehemently, I'd say, no, no, we have to get Will Farrell and some other Americans to do their, their best Southern accents, because all the emus must be Southern, because it's just, a, and because we're going Civil War, it's Civil War time, but mm-hmm. with mustaches and, 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 and mutton chops. Yeah. Well, you know, like, 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 I've, like I've said a million times, one, it was written when Hamilton just came out, so we're watching a lot of <laughs> Hamilton, the musical. Um, and two, uh, I like to think that the emus are trying to break away from the monarchy, so same deal, you know? <laughs> oh, it's perfect. I just finished teaching A Tale of Two Cities, so it fits the whole vibe. Yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> Revolution! So oh. it, it was great, and you have a good interview on Project Create as well. That was fun to see. That it was yeah. fun to see. It was good uh, stuff. So I had, I had another one with a kids podcast called Reading with a Chance of Tacos. That was heaps of fun. They're very, very, you know, yeah. they have so much energy. I'm yeah, like, we're, we're lacking. <laughs> yeah. This is a middle-aged podcast. We're tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. no, it was cool. And I, I wish you luck on the awards too. It'll be neat to see how it does. Yeah, it will be nice because one of them's 25 grand if I win. Oh, so I'm, I'm like... I know that's probably like fifteen US dollars, but you know. No. But for how much longer? <laughs> you still oh, yeah. get. I would. I'd take it. I'd take twenty. Oh no! No, no, I would. Australian. I would. I would. <laughs> but it's just that that definitely takes it away from the the realm of neat to somewhere yeah. else. So yeah, you know, I'll keep my fingers crossed. Right, one point five is the rate of exchange. One. You, I, you need a one point five Australian dollars for one US dollars. That's mm. not bad. I better check my Amazon spread. It could be, it could be worse. <laughs> yep. So look, I've, as always, I've always dig up articles and stuff and news to share with everyone. It's great to have you on with us, uh, Martin, because you were talking about this. I was talking about this, and it keeps popping up. The flipping, flipping Guardian, uh, not Guardians, um, Gargoyles movie they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, boo! Oh, Chris said boo. Why? Because they can't do it well. Okay, that I'll take. Again, I do not trust them to do that well because they'll, they'll, they'll come out and say like, oh, we're going to change everything. We need, a diver- we need a diverse character, a diverse lead instead of a Lisa Maza, even though D- Lisa Maza is Native American, <laughs> Puerto Rican, and, and African American. So he's the yeah. most diverse character in the history of the, of, you know, but they'll try to diversify even more so and change the, the, some of the core character. And let's not forget that what made that show... What made that show exceptional? It was ahead of its time, for one. Yeah, hundred percent. For the first few, for the first rather than being a week to week 
children's series. The first six episodes were a long running episode. If you if yeah. they're going, if you missed it, that's on you. That's on you. That's not like, on what's you. Happening? What's happening? <laughs> but that is I, true. I, I, it got I, confusing I, when you weren't paying attention to exactly. There's like, another female gargoyle. Where'd she come from? Like that yeah. sort of I love, stuff. I love that show so much. But yeah. that, so is a, I, that is a good point of criticism, though. That if they can't pull it off, and I'm a I'm a Berserk fan, so there's Berserk 2016, which is <laughs> probably the worst travesty ever to befall <laughs> a great story. And you know what's really funny about that? Around the same time as you got the Berserk 2016, like, Goblin Slayer got the perfect adaptation. Like, perfect, like, a mm. hundred... And people go, people online are going, how come this brand new nothing manga gets this perfect adaptation <laughs> versus Berserk, the long-running, like, <laughs> series? <laughs> with the with the dedicated fan base because they I think it's because they knew people would watch they'd get those numbers no matter what yeah they didn't have to spend they didn't want to spend the you know the four hundred thousand US it costs to make an anime they they're going let's let's scale it back to get the three D animation let's let's really scale it back the vision that was brutal so I could see that concern <laughs> being there for for gargoyles plus um, I think I heard it it come up um, from you guys that Keith David wouldn't be in it so it'd be uh it would be trash but then there'd be cgi goliath so we could have keith david it'd have to, it, just, it must be keith keith david must do the yeah. voice or else there's yeah. no point yeah. making well, the film yeah. all all the cast is probably still um, unless it I would know, be completely but... fine to do the voices yeah so i'm pretty sure that most of the cast is still alive um who is it hudson who is the old one Yes, he Hudson. might be dead. Yeah, he might be dead. He might be dead. Let me look. Let me. Let me. Let me look. Eliza Mazo. I wonder who would play her. She like kicked off puberty for me. I think she kicked off puberty for everyone. She kicked off puberty <laughs> for everyone. That's just. It's just. It's, she's a key character. Now, prior to everyone's, prior to her going weird, people were thinking maybe Megan Fox would potentially could potentially do Eliza Mazo. Um, you had your time, Megan. Yeah, it's I mean, here. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would say it, it would be somewhat. I think she's a bit too young at the moment, but but Jenna Ortega would potentially do a fairly good Lisa Ramaza. Mm-hmm. Like everything she touches turns to gold, too. Yeah, um, so, so if they, they really, could afford her, though, she's yeah, it yeah, right yeah, now. She, she would be she would be costly. She would be expensive. But Megan, Megan Fox has gone complete nutbag at the moment, so I don't <laughs> yes. think yeah. I would trust her to do. And yet she's still anything. A, she's still a better April O'Neil than the last the latest yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, don't. <laughs> Jamie, 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 I'm watching. I'm watching the freaking Marvel. Don't bring up that horror, yeah. that mutant and mayhem horror yes, again. The actor. Um, that played Hudson died in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He age, was an old, you could tell age, he was an older man. So. He, di- he, he died at 91. So, you know, good innings. That's a good run. Yeah. Good run. I'll take it. But 2021 is just a brutal year. Yep. Yeah. So, damn it, 2021. But, all right. So, we'd have to have a new Hudson. Yeah. I'm sure that we could, yeah, there's plenty of, Plenty of awesome character actors of a certain age, though, that could fill that role as well. Craig Ferguson. Yeah. There you go. Done. There Filled. it is. Done. <laughs> just throw Stanley Tucci in it's there, like... too, for fun. Just, Ooh, just yeah. find a Scotsman. Fire, Craig fire. Ferguson is hilarious, too. He's on, exactly. if I ever I turn on YouTube to go look at oh, something, he, he, he's constantly on there. His old stuff today would not be allowed to be on TV, but it was just mm. like, it was beyond great. He's, he's yeah, like, it was awkward and funny at the same time. 
and that was his whole bit. It was just that was his whole thing. It was great. Like he's you can't. Yeah, that was that was that was the the, the golden era of late night television. That's never gonna never gonna come again. <laughs> I saw him recently. The clip was for the, I forget her name is Bianca, um, the leading lady in Deadpool. Deadpool's love interest. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Vanessa, Vanessa, one, yeah. Vanessa, someone. Yeah. Uh, Ma- Ma- Marina Bacci. But yeah. Oh, I was she, was on, off, she was on Firefly. Okay. She was on Firefly, and too. Stargate. She did a good job on the show. Oh, she was in Stargate. You're right. Mm-hmm. She was like 12 years old in that, though. Oh my god! Well, I just saw her face from the show. That was after Firefly, though. It was after yeah. Firefly. Yeah, she was young. Um, so she was on that. She was on Craig Ferguson, and then of course it had me start thinking of Deadpool again, <laughs> and then what's mm-hmm. coming around there. But yeah, of course, I, I kind of feel I've seen the entire Dead Deadpool, Deadpool movie on with leaks. Like I've yeah. kind of like like. Yeah. like I suppose That's it's you know you want to film outside because you want you don't want to use sets, but yeah. then you film outside. People have phones, and so and it's like no. Well, the the leak you... the leaks was done with a like a very big like a long scope thing, so that was zooming in from probably like you know it was again, it was probably a drone. It was probably a drone. It would be very yeah. very easy to you know you know. That's that you know that's why when they filmed the Avengers movie they filmed in Cleveland because no one no one cared or no one went out to see yeah. no one yeah, yeah, yeah. they went, but they they, could, they couldn't film that in actual New York because you know too many people they filmed it in Cleveland and mm-hmm. no one noticed it. But would there be any real spoilers <laughs> with Avengers? Like I mean, this is Deadpool. Like Deadpool's all, all about the cameos they're doing and stuff. Exactly, like that. So, and so we mm-hmm. we now know yeah. some of the key cameos there. Yeah. Have you seen the Have you seen the, the the fake ones that Ryan Reynolds put up? He put all these with, fake ones with yeah. Like, John John Wick Predator exactly. Steve yeah. Steve Sanders. I saw I, th- I saw one I saw one of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker yeah. um, in there as well. I saw yeah, one I saw one with a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, uh, they've got yeah. It, it's like an endless cast for the IMDb. Yeah, going down Loki. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston is there for Loki as well, wow. and I was like, is Loki in there? He's MCU. He might actually be in the movie. Well, weird? I think I think they're doing it there because they're they're talking about the TVA being a part of a main reason why all these cat all the different versions of Wolverine and Deadpool are going to be in it. So, being yeah. the team, you know, with the way that the season two of Loki ended, um, with I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, so I'm assuming that's why he's in, he's going to be in it. I think that might be a definite, you know, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. But I mean, he, look, because he's. The, the point is, and, and not not a, not a, not a bit too much of a, like a sour thought on this. It's still going to be the Disney. Will they like? They're going to screw it up. It's just a matter of like, what? Yeah. But but will wasn't wasn't Deadpool two? Doesn't Deadpool two done under the Disney banner? Yeah, but it was already filmed and recorded. Like it was already done. Like it was, it was oh, filmed okay, by Fox okay. and done by Fox, and so then they got to release it. But then that's the yeah. issue. It's it's like they got to put their sticker on it. They got yeah. to put sticker on it exactly. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, they're the ones who did Gargoyles too. So that's probably why that'll go under. That and yeah. that is why my concern yeah. and greatest fear yeah. is there because like it's yeah. a, it, look Gargoyles <laughs> is a surefire winner because you know what people love today. People like you know you know. Good story. Well, I, I'd say people like good stories, but maybe they don't. I, maybe that's maybe that's a longer thing. <laughs> but but you know what people 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 like Hispanic lead characters and a slightly hint of bestiality. And Gargoyles has both of those two things in abundance yep. with the romance between Lisa Maza and Goliath, and of course. Well, then do you think they're going to make her white? 
just to throw us off. <laughs> that would be they, <laughs> wow. you know, if they're race swapping characters. That's not the Disney way. That's not the Disney way. That's not the Disney way. Disney way would make the lead character white. You got to you got to understand that they've fired all the people that know how to make a good movie. So they're going to be guessing how do we do this? Oh, so we just make them white? You're like they're going to have no idea what to do to make it good. They'll do the the last samurai twist. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you want, um, if you want Disney's idea on how what they would do, you watch South Park into the Pandaverse. That will tell you exactly how they're going to do the gargoyle. They're going to make her a woman. They're going to make Goliath a woman, and she's a lesbian, according to Into the Pandaverse. That's Disney's way. Galina. I can't think of a Goliath female word. Um, Goliathina. There you go, Goliathina. Goliathina. But if they're going to do a Goliathina, it still must be played by Keith David. <laughs> now, now, would they make him him breathe in helium, or would he just? <laughs> No, 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 no. Just female body, still Keith David's voice. 100%. If you're going to do something, do it correctly. If you're going to lean into something, just lean right in. Yes. No. He's got a good sense of humor, so it might be all right, you know? He would be fine. Oh, yeah. He was in something about Mary. He's the dad. Yeah. So, I mean, he sells that scene, too. He's in the bathroom door. He's in everything. It's like unreal. Um, now that I'm trying to think of the things he's been in, besides I always plug Princess Mononoke. Yeah. So he was in the thing. <laughs> when I looked up his IMDb, even just his animated work, he's just yeah. Well, he's he's done more voices than you amazing. think. Yeah, he's done all the voices. All the voices. He has done all the voices. That's I mean. Like, I mean so David, you had a point. You had a point about the gargoyles, or were you just was it? No, I was just, just bringing up bringing up people's thoughts. And oh, I just, I just, what I like to do is just say things, and then you guys just kind of <laughs> just see, what see what happens. See what happens. Who's gonna play um the villain? He starts out as a villain anyway. What's his name? Oh, Zan. Um, yeah, Zantac. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Honestly, be, oh, that'd be good. Like. But I'm just going joke. off the face. I'm just going off the face facial. But he does have the, the required, like you know, he does have the required, like you know, that emo- like as a, you know, he has the beard for it. Absolutely. Yes. You, you joke, Jamie, but that's not that's I not know. the worst idea I've heard. But then he no, goes good be- at the towards the end, and then like he has a magical baby as well with a magical with a magical girl, yeah. and then it goes. Like the later the later parts of those shows were wild because of how it's like Oberon yeah. King of the Fairies came into it and then just yeah. all the all this weird stuff happened. I was like, well, outstanding. Because, well, because back then it was all about pumping about out as much as you possibly could. It's just like yep. like, yeah. like like the old Turtle series. Like it's Pretty hilarious weird. how fast they were pumping that series out to the point where the animation mistakes were everywhere. Was it? I, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, as big a, a turtle aficionado as you. Mm-hmm. How bad were the animation mistakes, though? Like uh, vo- voices not matching. So the the one turtle saying something, but it's coming out like so. Raphael's talking, but it's coming out of Donatello. Um, the t- I remember vividly the top of a the turtle. Like so, you got the bandana and then the head above it. Mm-hmm. They forgot. They forgot to animate the top of the head. <laughs> one day, the voice of Raphael couldn't make it. Uh, so they got someone else to voice him, but he sounded nothing like him. So literally one day, Raphael was like, "Hey, so we're gonna go fight turtles, you see?" 
and it just like sounded nothing <laughs> nothing like Raphael. That's outstanding. Uh, but yeah, but there's a lot. Um, Michelangelo with swords at the end of the roll the credits. Um, just all random stuff because they're just pumping so many <laughs> so many episodes out. Because all about you know what it's about, Chris. Toy sales, you know. So they're just yeah. Look, having said that, I I do have tons of Goliath. I, I used to have tons of the Goliath toys, and, oh, and, and so like, that. like again, so yes, it was about toy sales, but we did not care. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that was a thing back then, you know. Like, didn't didn't they make Transformers because there was toy line? So this is yes. toy line. They, just, they just. Yeah, they just took a they just took a Japanese toy line and made a, a TV series around it to sell it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That really did get ripped off from. Um, it was what was the name of the the superhero? He's in the Godzilla verse too. He gets very big, um, oh, but he's wow. not always very big. And then there's also the <laughs> Jet Jaguar, is the other one, the robot. Yeah. I know Jet Jaguar is one of them, but one of them is an actual guy who grows like a Power Ranger style thing, but he just gets very big. Yeah, Voltron too. But yeah, it was definitely ripped off from Japanese shows. 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I used to have millions of Terminator 2 action figures. You would never believe that they made so many iterations of the regular Terminators. Like, yeah, I didn't even yeah. have the 1000. I just had every iteration of yeah. the 900. And also Aliens, like, oh, like wow. the Alien movie, they had like a bazillion toys of the Alien toys. Um, I used to have an alien called the King, the King, like the, the 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 Alien King. There wasn't a that wasn't a thing, but it was it was a toy. They made the toy. They, they yeah, they made like the bull rhino one. <laughs> the bull you, you rhino touch the button one. Yeah, and the head. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, they had one with. I had the one with wings, and then it was awesome as no, well. They just bring them back memories now. Then they then yeah, they also the brought it up the Batman line, Alien and Batman. That was that yeah, was a great. Yeah, that yeah, was a yeah. great. Were good comic books too, though. Batman versus Predator. Yep, yep. Those were comics. Yeah, because they brought out, they brought out. Um, I think they first they brought out Batman versus Alien, then they did Batman versus Predator, and then they did Batman and Superman versus Alien and Predator. Um, in in I think in the span of about a year and a half, and I had all of those soft covers, and they were amazing. The artwork on that was just, it was back in the back in the that era of the two thousands where they weren't afraid to show a lot of blood and you yeah. know just absolutely. Oh that god, that was amazing. I think I still have my alien Batman somewhere, but um oh, yeah, so those Batman, were amazing. Does Batman win? Yes. That's good stuff. Of course, because of course because it's written Batman by DC. <laughs> and technically technically uh technically alien and predator fall under the Marvel banner. So mm-hmm. yes, of course. Yep. <laughs> of yeah. course Batman DC always wins. <laughs> For those listening was... and can't see the visuals, Chris has put up <laughs> A picture behind him of of Goliath and Eliza having a pass. And Why does Goliath Gal- look so surprised, like he's being raped or something? <laughs> well, because he's never kissed a human before, so and he she, know what it's and because like. she instigated it in that scene. That was her instigation. shit. So she, no. okay, she instigated. And and what you don't know is on the other side is Chris whispering in her ear, uh, Goliath's ear. I'm pretty sure you're related. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think now. Might be the time I have the courage <laughs> because I'm on enough painkillers okay. to kill a horse to say I have never watched an episode of Gargoyles. Oh, oh. But, no better time to start but, than now. But, 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 as I said, I am going into hospital tomorrow, possibly for a few okay. months. 
You know so I have Disney Plus set up already on my computer. Cool. I, I'm going to say something. I'm going to start swearing at you. But in but honor of our American <laughs> friend, I'm going to do it as the most southern way I could possibly do it. You, sir, are a man without valor. Without <laughs> valor, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was. I guess when I was when I was growing up, I was I was more of a Dragon Ball Z man. Um, you know, a, a Pokemon, Spider Man, X Men. I just well, we're not perfect. Are, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Chris are, but, no, you know. no one's perfect. But apparently, you've you've missed out on one of the core items of everyone's childhood. But now I can go back and enjoy it in in its in, in its entirety. But you will not experience you will not experience the getting your mum to tape it on VHS <laughs> because you have to go catch the school bus. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I, I did that. I had that for Spider-Man on Chief you TV. You experience when I wanted the deluxe Goliath toy where he had the massive felt wings that actually like folded right out and it was all like, oh, massive. That. He was eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. I had to save and scrape to get that because <laughs> it was eighteen dollars. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, well, I, I will, 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 I will promise you that that. Let's just give give me a bit of time. Say the second week that I'm in that we podcast because mm-hmm. I'm taking all my gear in so I can still podcast. Um, I say I will at least have watched the first season because I'm committed. I've, I've always wanted to. I've just the first season's like, I think maybe. 10 or 15 episodes and season two is like 70 (laughs) (laughs) and then that's the one where it really like there's anti-goliath and then there's the there's all sorts of weird stuff he's got to deal with that's that's where it gets awesome that's where it gets awesome i will tell you this it holds up like it literally yep holds holds up up today the only thing that was that dark back then was batman nothing else was dark like that back then yeah yeah true Maybe like the Dick Well, Tracy I mean, I've been very movie. excited that we've got uh, finally in Australia Batman the Animated Series is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I've been re-watching that and, and it, that, that's another one that just still holds up. To, and how yeah. good, how you good know. I, and look, I don't like Mark Hamill all that much, but when he yeah. says something that I agree with that mm-hmm. is awesome, how he says he's not going to do Joker anymore because he won't do it without... Without Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. Well done. And that's just and that that's was, just that, awesome. that, that's absolutely like he just said because he he was my Batman. Yeah. He's my Batman, to, and I will never do it, you know. And that I believe that. Yeah. But so some of those, you know, if some of those early ones with Joker and Batman in, in the animated series, it's mm-hmm. absolutely. Me, it's really funny. Absolutely. I remember watching the, uh, the the Batman animated series, wondering like, in some episodes, Batman's just straight up the bad guy. Like he's just straight up like like in the in in the in the Clayface episode, all Clayface is trying to do is turn himself back into holding the shape of a human and Batman's mm. trying to stop him. Why? Like, like, like there's, there's, there's no rhyme <laughs> or reason of why he's trying to stop him. And eventually like he drowns and dies. And then I'm there going like going, Batman, what, what, what was the risk? What was the reason why you had to stop him from doing that? And I, it's one of those ones I'm going like, going, to this day, I saw that as a kid to this day. I'm just, I'm still wondering, going like, Batman, what was your angle there? What was because the he, angle? He wants to collect all the people to fight, you know? He want, exactly. You can't get... You're right, you're right. He, one of his villains would be turning into a human and they're no longer, you know... Yeah. You know Batman's not about permanent solutions. 
Oh no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you unlock some doors. Now I remember the Man Bat episode too. Same deal, same type of deal. He's like misunderstood monster in the sewers. Yeah. Now I'm yep. gonna kill it. That that's actually the very first episode <laughs> of the of the Batman the animated series. Yeah. The um, wow, is the, the Man Bat episode, and um, yeah, it's it's like. You can compare it because I've been recently watching the Spider-Man movies with where I like we let's go Andrew Garfield Spider-Man with the lizard. He's doing everything he can to turn him back into Dr. Connors so that he can live a like live a normal life and not be this. Whereas Batman's like, you're evil, see you later. (laughs) You know, you are staying as a lizard. You're staying evil so I can put you into Arkham Asylum. Pay the guards to release you in a few months, and so I can not deal with the tragic childhood that I have, and not deal and not deal with the therapy. I need you just so I can beat you it. up. I've got it, Chris. Yeah. Batman gets paid per drop off of villains. Ah, oh, it's like oh, a DoorDash. He just paid. Bat, Batman does. Do, <laughs> Batman's villains are just DoorDash. He gets paid by drop off. Yeah. So that's how it works. Or, or he just wants to say how many. He's got a scoreboard of how many villains he's caught. Yeah. And he goes, oh, if they, if they get out. That's why I find Batman to be, to be the most unbelievable hero of all the like, superheroes. Like, why is that? Because it's it's one it's one thing for Superman to say, "I'm going to try to inspire these stupid." like stu- stupid stupid people to be something better so he's always meant to be that like going i'm trying to show you a better way a better path batman's a human and a realist and yet he still goes i'm going to believe in the justice system put joker away he just killed 20 million people you know what let's yep. put him back in the same prison and then assume he yep. won't get out oh no he got out again <laughs> like after the first again after the first time he gets out sure that's on the joker after yeah. the second time, those deaths are on you, Batman. Those deaths are on you. <laughs> what, what, what do they? What do they say? Fool me once, shame on you. Yeah, no, 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 twice, no, shame no, on the Joker. It's like it's like yeah. kill a bank, kill a you know, kill people in a bank heist. Shame on you, Joker. Get put in the Arkham, <laughs> come back out, and then gas an entire city. No, no, shame on Batman. <laughs> yeah, not only does he put him in Arkham, where there's like fifty million other criminals there that he can learn from. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like that, that's like the whole premise for the video game, right? Exactly. Uh, that, that, okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, that that is why <laughs> in the whole comic arc of, of Injustice, I am all Team Superman, a hundred and ten percent. Like, what's what's not believable is the fact that it took Superman so long to snap. The fact that he hadn't snapped until that point <laughs> is is a testament to the great man to eventually to hit eventually have to go like going, you know what you guys are children and so i'm going to start treating you like children and ruling you yeah. as children i think i think you know exactly kudos to him to hold it together for yeah. so long without snapping i like that you're bringing freaking- up anti-superman concepts though because we live in a time now where we we've never had so many anti-supermen yeah Right, yep. we don't Homelander. get Bizarro Superman either. You have the Homelander, but you also have yep. Omni Man, and you have the movie with the kid. Omni Man, yes. sequel to that too. Um, yeah, yeah. What's that yep. Black Briar or something? The name of that yep. movie where it's like if Superman Brad, was a kid, yeah, Brad Burn, was a brat. Brightburn, Brightburn. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah, it's that so, it's yeah, that a lot of that. You know, because because it, it's the more believable concept. With someone, if you had ungodly powers and could base and are indestructible. Would you turn out to be more like Superman or Homelander? The ch- chances are well, you're pro- like, again. I, I'll go one step further. I wouldn't be either. Day one, I'd be floating above New York City, going, "Rejoice, your savior has a ar- has arisen." <laughs> and then, like again, day one, day one, not even, not even, not even on day two, day one. Well, <laughs> day that's, one of my that's powers. the thing. In 
in watching when Gen V came out, I did a rewatch after that of the boys, as they do. Like, I mean, why would you not? Because it's amazing. Mm. But like Homelander, Homelander exactly is exactly right. He he's he in his head, in his fucked up head. He's there's a line in season three where he says, I, I, "I'm happy to 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 rule and and provide justice uh, and help you, and you will respect me that way." But if that doesn't work. Fear will do just fine. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that. Tell me, like, seriously, he's, when he, he just he just gets to that stage where he just you can feel it building and building yep. and building and building, and he just yeah. And then you've got Omni. That was a great. In, Invincible is uh, amazing. So and love and Invincible. You brought up Omni Man. And, and and the Voltramites, and and that's exactly right. He's like the some of the comments he makes about his wife towards the end. He's like. You were just a pet. Like yeah. I didn't love you. You were just something to do. And and he says he's saying that time. as he's beating the shit out of his son. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. He's like, you were supposed to rule with me. And he's like, but what about mother, mum? Like, what about my mother? He's like, she was a pet. She was a plaything. Yeah. She means nothing. She was something it's to so do good. while I was stuck on this planet. And it's delivered by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Oh, he yeah yeah he the, you could not have picked a more perfect Omni Man and I I I pray I'm not religious at all I pray every night that that man does not die mm. because I want at least ten seasons of Invincible oh, with yeah. him as Omni Man yep. and we got robbed out of Dark Stars because they canceled it um mm. that's a whole other topic about yeah. my Dark Tower series never getting made but, but oh. I I love I love again. So I've gone back to read actually the Invincible comics just because obviously like it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So I've actually gone back and started reading through. Yeah, and it's pretty accurate. It's pretty, it's pretty accurate. accurate. There've been some changes, and there. And I even said yeah. I want them to. I, there's a few changes I actually want them to make that are coming up. That because I think there was just some weird things with certain characters. I, I messaged you about this on Ryan before. Yeah. Um, Martin, yeah. you've read you've read the Invincible series the entire thing, right? Like, or at least you remember it. Oh no. Remember? You can okay. spoil them. Okay. So there's this whole thing where Adam Eve gets goes back in time from old Adam Eve back into the future mm. or back to Mark Grayson says, you know, I've loved you for so many times, like, but I've been waiting for you to make the move. So he does that. They get together, blah, blah, blah. Then he gets into a coma for like a few years later on uh, as he's time traveling again. And he wakes up, he goes, oh yeah, you're in a coma. So I've been sleeping around. Whoops. It's like going, yeah. What happened to your character? You went from like, <laughs> I've waited 15 years for you. And I've, I traveled back in time to tell you to make the first move so we could be together to be like going, well, he's not awake, so hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> let me just, mm. let me just again. Okay, yeah. it, it was, it was a, we- it was, it was weird, and I, like, it was just a weird character moment. That I was like going, like going, when you, I was like going, I don't think the char- I don't think the writer knew exactly what he wanted to do. But like, but having said that, it still, it, it still stuck the landing perfectly. Oh, definitely. And, and and I can't wait. I cannot wait for the Voltramite War. Oh, the Voltramite War is um, awesome. And he's coming. And that when that like even watching the first episode of season two, I sat down, I made sure like nighttime, I was just I had nothing else. Steph had gone to bed. I had all the lights out. I'm watching it on my new laptop yeah. and I'm sitting there and I'm just sitting back and I'm watching the destruction where they're working together and I'm just like, yeah. this is storytelling. No, but, but the thing mm. that the thing the the thing I love okay. is when they bring in the Thraxons and then they sort of like they've they've yeah. now hinted saying you could breed of the you breed that that kid yeah. is like a few months old and he look at yeah. him now. Yeah. What could some psychotic yeah. 
one do? What could a psychotic um, Freddie Mercury-looking Viltrumite do with that with that knowledge? <laughs> what could a psychotic one do with this level of knowledge? Understand? There's a thousands upon thousands of bug people that could give birth to a near perfect Viltrumite within a few weeks. What could a yeah. what could a, me- a megalomaniac do with that lo- that knowledge? That is but interesting. I didn't even think of that. Tune in next week. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> threw my back out and took a couple of days off work. And I was like, I just kind of scrolling through, like, I don't know what I'm going to watch. And that was before all this great stuff just hit Netflix. And I mm. saw Invincible season two yeah. had dropped. And I, yeah. for a second, yeah. I thought the whole season was out. And I got oh, so excited. That, that's, that's the worst. Week by I, week. I, again, I hate weekly episodes. And I think they should be banned from law. Like, I think by the and law I should love, come and say, like, I love weekly. Like, by law, uh, by decree from governor, like I let know. my Apple TV um, perish because I I'm, I love the Monarch series, but I'm just like no, I'm just gonna get it again in, in six months when yeah. it's all done and I can binge watch it. Right. <laughs> all right, now and Jamie. this is something that me and Chris agree on in terms of like I was hoping, you know, I I'm I'm tired of Amazon Prime when it first started doing good shows. They go, hey, we're gonna drop three episodes, so you, we're gonna suck you in. Right. And then we're going to do week by week. And I'm like, look, okay, I can deal with that. So I'm thinking when Invincible came out, we're going to get the first three. I thought that too. I thought, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I watched the first episode. I'm like, okay, awesome. It was only like 9 o'clock. I'm just chilled in. I could be not be more relaxed. And then I'm like, next episode? What? Trailer. <laughs> and then I, I, met, I remember I messaged the guys and I'm like, it's one episode. And Jamie's like, it's good. That's all right. It'll be fine. I'm like, it won't be fine. <laughs> interesting, 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 interesting point, right? There's been lots of conversations on the internet. I want to get your thought. What is a stronger combination? A Viltrumite with a Kryptonian or a Viltrumite and a human? Which one do you think would breed the stronger off-breed? Um, it doesn't matter because the Viltrumite will be the stronger um personality personality and and dna and it will just overtake it ah but there's so ah, it's gonna be it's gonna end up being Voltramite ah, no matter you're what. missing one key fact there is adrenaline the one human God. trait that the one human trait that remains with mark and the other human viltrumites which makes them yeah. superior yeah. to their actual viltrumite yeah. counterparts is that oh. in times of stress and in times of danger they can, as humans do, they flood their body through with adrenaline to, to, to breach their limits. Viltrumites do not do that. It's the one thing that they, no, it's, the, it's the one thing that, that Mark does, which is why he's able to sort of like get to that moment that beyond that level that others That's do not have. It's a super smart way to do having a superpower, yeah. right? Just yeah. make it adrenaline based. Like, yeah, no, yep. he's superhuman like them, but, mm. but that's he can, a smart idea. Yeah. And I was like, I was reading that, when I was reading that in the comments, I was like, Oh yeah, that, that like yeah. our ability when our body receives fear, anger, or something, the ability that, that our bodies pump ourselves through with adrenaline to get through situations is is, is an incredible. Yep. This is why we dominate the planet. This is why we are the superior. Yep. This is why we are the superior species of, of the planet. Is because one, we we sweat because you know, so we can run long distances, mm-hmm. and in, and then when we're in danger, our bodies know you're in, we're in danger, so they flood ourselves with adrenaline so we can withstand or fight the danger. It's incredible. It's like again. Welcome to the human supremacy hour of this podcast. So we talk about why human race, not insect, will shall rule the galaxy, Starship Trooper style. <laughs> do you want to know more? Do you want to? Do you want to know more? <laughs> what a great uh, Martin Kearns, you're Are you a fan of Starship Troopers? You, come on. You gotta, oh yeah. Of course, of course. You yeah, not nearly as big as you guys. I'm certain of that. But yeah, I like it. 
<laughs> what a, it's, it's just love that film so much. It's just it's, oh, um, I was a I, fan I, of I, Denise Richards, so I was a oh, fan of Denise, young Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. Made yeah, what a great what a what a great film. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's you know the subtle the subtle the subtle hints of you know fascism throughout the entire film is fantastic. It's just it's hilarious. I, I, it's, I don't think it's subtle. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I, I think it's if true. you read if you read the synopsis, it goes fascist. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering though, Ender's Game was that written before or after? Because I always thought Ender's Game was a take on Starship Troopers, but like a serious take. No, Ender's Game wasn't Ender's Game. George Orwell, which was a long. It was. Was it Orwell? Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna look it's it up. Maybe not. not Orwell, but I'm thinking of a different George. Asimov. He was very racist. Very I'm gonna racist. have a look. Were these Georges? Very Georges, I know, right? And because because the only reason I know is because he wrote a Superman comic, Orson Scott. Orson That's Scott. it, Orson Scott. Because he wrote a he wrote a Superman comic that got banned because it was um insanely racist. Um, nineteen eighty five was the novel. So nineteen eighty five, I think Starship Troopers was first. Aha, nineteen fifty nine. So Starship Troopers was in fact yes, Starship Troopers was in fact first, nineteen fifty nine. Ah, yeah. interesting. So I wonder. There are some films that have really good subtlety, and I love and I love a good subtle storytelling. Like, for example, Starship Troopers, they, they sort of hint at like fascism, like slightly mm-hmm. hint. Ender's Game, they try to sort of hint that maybe humanity isn't the good guys, and in One Piece, they hint maybe the government's evil, very subtly, <laughs> mind you. Again, very again, it is it is it is so subtle when you watch that that One Piece, both Netflix show and also you know anime, a very subtle hint on. Maybe the government's bad. It's it's. A, I love I love subtlety like that. <laughs> that is good. Hunter Hunter does it well as um, too. You don't realize you're watching an eldritch horror when you watch Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Dark Continent is filled with just things that destroy humanity yeah, and in horrible subtle. ways too. And so it's like you have oh just don't leave, don't go across the water because if you bring that back, we'll all die. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's then, very lovely. And then who doesn't right? love to play a good Japanese RPG when you see like the Catholic Church and you go, ah, villain, evil. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there, it <laughs> is. there it is. <laughs> there it is. And I love, I love, I love, I think one of the most prominent examples of that was Final Fantasy X. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, oh, literally, yeah. you go, you know, you're on this pilgrimage to, to you know, for, for the, you know, the, the, the God. And then, um, Big surprise! The uh, church that you're doing the pilgrimage for turns out to be evil and wants to destroy the world. So, yep. I think that is a good that, premise for all JRPG. And his dad's name is Sin. <laughs> Your father <laughs> yeah. turned into a monster named Sin. Subtle hints. <laughs> it's 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 this beautiful subtlety that I think you know is lost in you know yeah. the scholars who disagree on the on the meanings and concepts of all these of all these yeah. great shows about the the, the 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 small subtleties. You know. Yeah. Mm. So it's funny that it's funny that we're talking about all this great things that Jamie does has absolutely no idea what we're talking about because like um have you Jamie have you have you had managed to start Final Fantasy 16 16 yet? I played 2 hours I mean I played half an hour of it because an hour and a half of it was cutscene but um yeah, the, I played, I played a little bit movie great So game. Chris are you aware the first the first the first DLC is now available Chris Oh is it yeah, and I can't. I'm, I'm spewing. I'm, I'm spewing. I'm spewing because I was like, okay, I can play that before I go to hospital. And Mike's got my copy, oh. so I can't play it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the first DLC for uh, ten bucks mm-hmm. is um, is out for Final Fantasy yeah. sixteen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was actually, I was actually okay. debating like, how much do I hate myself? Am I going to go buy the Ubisoft Avatar game this week weekend? 
Because you know, you know it's gonna. I be $2 like Fa- I, a year. I I like Far Cry. Okay. I didn't mind Avatar. Yep. This is basically yep. Far Cry Avatar. So I was just like going like you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really can't argue with that logic though. Do yourself a favor. Wait a year and it'll no, be I'll, five wait, bucks. I'll wait. I'll wait. hundred <laughs> percent. It'll be available watch, on watch like some... something for like yeah. There'll be a sale or something. And it'll be but available. What what what. With the um, with the game, with the game awards that came like obviously with the other day, yeah. like Baldur's Gate, rightly so, one game of Love the that year. Game. Um, but we've got we've got all these reveals, right? And I'm like, we're getting a Marvel Blade game, and then I've seen Bethesda are doing it, and I'm like, well, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, so right. I was excited because I was excited because it's set in Paris. It's going to be hey. the early years, and I'm like, Starfield was a awesome. game. It was it absolutely was a, game. a game that I played on a console. Again, you know what? That was the first game I've ever played on my console. Well, well speaking of speaking of new things that sort of hit this this week or the last few weeks, um, so I've got a few things that I actually I actually did a little bit of prep, Jamie. Oh, believe my. Um, so did everyone get a chance to check out the trailer for the Fallout TV show? No. It's I I watched a I watched it, but I'm also it's Amazon, so this can go either way. Like, it can be good or it can be terrible. It's Amazon. They don't they don't they don't do Amazon doesn't do a middle ground show. They it's either good or it's complete shit. And so I, like so let me let's let, let me just see, let it play out. Let's see. I've never played the game, but never seen the game. So I watched it. and I'm going like I, I don't know what to make of it. It's you know? post-apocalyptic. You've never you've never played usual. any Fallout games. I I. It's very rare for me to play a first-person shooter. Hmm. Okay. I have a friend that's okay. like that. Um, he refuses anytime we do something like Titanfall or something like that. One of the other friends convinces us all to buy it. We play it for three weeks and then we just go back to every indie game. We're only playing. two two games, one Skyrim. Okay. Because Chris bought three games and our old our friend Mike a TV, so we could uh-huh. play have a whole weekend of Skyrim. Um, so it's kind of like mandatory to do that, but I still loved it. I still enjoyed it. And old, old school Ghost Recon, love, love to play that. That's fair. Well, I must say, as someone who I didn't like Fallout 4, but I was a fan of the older Fallout games. Was that um, Vegas? I Which one was really Vegas? Like New, New Vegas. Vegas. That came yeah. out between three and four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was okay. That was good. But um, having a look at some of the, like Walter Goggins, who's been in a shitload of stuff. Um, as the as as a ghoul, like I I like the design of of what he looks like, um, as compared to the game, like I haven't gone outlandish. They've gone sort of. He kind of looks like the Red Skull to me a little bit from okay. Captain America, um. So which is kind of a, an aspect that it's going for, but um, yeah. I just I thought, look, okay, that was one of the things I wanted to kind of get people's vibes on, but I I now never had an idea that Jamie you'd never played any Fallout games. No, none, zero. I, I, yeah. I thought you might have played number three. No. Um, seventy six no, had okay. Okay. The, like one of the worst launches for a very dedicated fan base. Yeah. There's a documentary on it. On, That's I so fun. I love, I love how yeah. they've dropped that ball. Oh. That was just the greatest. That was the greatest fumble I've ever seen in my they life. They climbed out of that <laughs> hole though. They did turn that into a playable game, which was admirable because they could have just left it a dumpster fire and walked away. But they, I, I, they I think, they, I think their pride wouldn't let them to leave it. <laughs> to leave it where yeah, it, it was. was. Bad. I, ne- I never played it, but I just that documentary is unreal. What about um, guys checked out the trailer that people have been waiting for for years and years and years for Grand Theft Auto Six? Oh mm. yes, yeah. 
I, yeah. a lot of young so what are, what are people's thoughts? Very excited about look, that. Look, it, it look and visually looks great. But there's there's no way they're going to beat the last one. Like the last one was came out of nowhere, and they're not going to be able to replicate it. They're just not. Well, to put it this way, as, as someone who, and again, this is me putting my hand up. I've I've mentioned it to Jamie and Chris before, but I have never played a Grand Theft Auto game, not even what? five. This, this, no, no, this, this, this has actually got me interested um, in watching the trailer. I thought, you know what, I, I don't like games where you get in cars and you just commit crimes and drive around and no I'm not I'm not saying you know I just I it's not you my cup of tea you, like, yeah, if you commit crimes that's on you that's on you mate like you, you play can quest game. there yeah. are quests <laughs> for crime lords but they're quests <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> I, I have a friend whose whose sister used to just drive around obeying the road rules and you know no, one, one, one of my favorite um, but that's not fun yeah. yeah no but look num- what 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 made number uh, five so good is that it was a heist game so you got to plan out your heist there's yep. multiple ways you could do your heist and there were many um, twists on that heist per the genre yes, double crosses per the genre no, triple crosses as well because of the genre it was like payday then yeah. kind of like that vibe to it okay because i have a friend okay. who plays payday as well i don't i didn't play it either ryan to be honest though i stopped playing after three no but this, this makes me want to give it a go this makes me want to give it a go having a look at it um, uh, at the trailer, it made it look really good. Yeah, and uh, I think they've got the character switching again, but this time it looks like you've got two characters two, to play, yeah. which is like. Uh, but they bring in less in the trailer. They brought in the three from the last game, which is weird because you have the ability to kill one of them off if you want. Hmm. And look, they've, they've okay. gone with the like. There's some that put a video online of all like everything that was everything that was in the trailer was was a true was an actual video from Florida where they've just basically taken like <laughs> like. The, the old the old lady having the weapons, the girl twerking on the car, the dirt bike scene, the like everything. Literally, they showed a trailer like of, of the actual news footage of where they got where all, like alligator alligator running through the, the the convenience store. They were basically just like like so. I look forward to playing Florida Simulator. I look really I really look forward to seeing playing like the Florida Simulator. It's Vice <laughs> City, isn't it? Because they did Vice City, isn't it? It's just updated Vice City. Yeah, Miami. So that makes yeah. sense. Well, Miami is Florida, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. That's a it's a niche place in Florida, though. Florida itself, people don't understand. It's like Narnia. It's not normal there. There's, there shouldn't be pythons there. There are, and it's Florabama like, too. The Panhandle yeah. is a whole other universe. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a mini Australia over there. You know, just it might. Uh, I think there's a, just a lot more redeeming qualities to Australia though than there is to Florida. Florida's. Whew. I spent a lot of time there when I worked on the rails. It's it's a lot, man. And it doesn't quit too. It just remains Florida for the entire time you were within its borders. Why would you? Why would you know? <laughs> if they've got something that's working for them, why would you? Why would you change a damn thing? But it, I guess, it has its own charm too. I guess that's what makes it Florida. There was exactly. a guy um, with all the face tattoos. Yeah, he was also who was saying he was going to sue. Yeah, he was going to sue yeah, the game. That, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> he's called the Florida Joker, and he was saying that. Um, he he's even got a video on YouTube of him going through frame by frame yeah. of um of of the thing he said it, they've taken his image. I said the trailer's been out for like three days and already someone's threatening to stew. Um, then <laughs> and, and this, this, apparently this guy looked exactly like him. It doesn't. Some of the facial tattoos are similar, but not but again, enough. Lindsay Lohan tried to sue Rockstar for the same thing. Yeah. 
And yeah. they Rockstar won that court case because yes, it might look similar and invoke the issue, but it's not if it's not exact, then you're basically you're yeah. trying, yeah, you're you're you're, yeah. you're not gonna beat a legal don't team. Say the name yeah. too. That helps. Yep. And the last the last thing I had on my list was did anyone get a chance to check out the uh Furiosa trailer with Mad Max? Oh yes, I did. One. I did see that. That popped up on YouTube for oh, me. Yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Taylor With, Joy, um, Anna Taylor Anna Joy, Taylor Joy yep, yep. Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth. Uh, Chris and Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, very unrecognizable Chris Hemsworth. Which Hemsworth? Um, Chris. Oh, the elder of the Hemsworth. Interesting. No, uh, no, he, no, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not the elder. He's the middle. I know the one that we care oh, about, though. Middle? It's it's the leader oh. of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the one with the biggest box office gross. Exactly. So if if it if they had Luke, you understand what the budget is. But if you're getting with Chris, then you're going, oh, okay. So you've got like so, yeah. so it's like a okay. Did you ever watch Westworld, Martin? Yes, I loved it. Luke Luke Hemworth is in that. He comes in in season. I can't isn't remember. He... I think he's in uh, the first okay. season, but um, he's all he also plays Thor in Thor Ragnarok as. Yeah. Or the stage play when they do the play. <laughs> oh, in the play, I didn't realize yeah. that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, but yeah, it's got one of too. the fabled. It's got one of the fabled Chris's. So oh, I yeah, thought yep. everyone would be one, one, of, one the of the four holy Chris's. One of the Chris's. <laughs> it's going to be six again. If you again casting the Chris's is near a guarantee of success. Unless your movie is mm. terrible, then they can't. It's going to be a good watch. It's going to be. It's got to yeah. be. Now, now here's the question: Who's who's the last resort, Chris? Obviously, there's. Four or four of them, but you know, who's the last? The resort? last resort of, of of Chris, like again, the last resort to make to make it amazing, or no, no, like... as in they're going to cast it. So do they start? Who, do they start with Pratt? I, I think they start Hemsworth? with no, no. I think I think I think Pine still gets the lead billing on the starting. I think I think it's it's, it's Pine. They'll probably go Hemsworth. Evans yeah. and Pratt is probably the order that they'll try to get them in casting. I, I, I disagree. Yeah. I think Pratt should be higher, but you know people don't like Pratt as much as they used to. But even even though his movies are always successful, but you know they, yeah. don't, they, like, they don't like I, him. I think yeah. he, his last four or five movies have all been straight successes. Yes, but you know, but like, I think it's, it's something to do with political views. Yeah, something yeah. like that. People yeah, don't yeah. like. So they don't. Did he like say him. something mean about his wife, or did he cheat on her? Who knows what it is? No, no, no. It's the opposite. None of that. Oh, she he, did that he, to him. He did no, he didn't oh. do that. Therefore, no. It's, it's, isn't that how <laughs> Hollywood works? Get that bastard! <laughs> yeah, how he's been with her forever yeah. too. He's been with her for like twenty years. No, think, no, right? Yeah. No, Pratt. Doesn't no, you? Pratt uh, got divorced probably ten years ago. Is he's married to a Schwarzenegger now? Okay. Oh, I thought he was still with the girl. The I still call her the Scream Girl, or yeah, the no, Scary he's, Movie he's, Girl. He's rather, with, um, Swartz, yeah. He, yeah, he's with um, a Schwarzenegger. She shows how much I know. Yeah, no, they they almost lost their baby that first marriage. Um, right. and baby's all right; it survived. I can't remember the entire story, but that probably put some real tension into everything. And yeah, it's tough. Well, now we can't say anything funny about it because he made it all serious. Oh, well, he's married. He's married to a Schwarzenegger. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. The son, the maid's kid, really ripped into him during his wedding speech with Catherine Schwarzenegger, where he basically said, "Like, this is the happiest day of my life." And we go, "What about your other wife? What about your other kids?" Are going, "It's a wedding." It's <laughs> if he didn't say that, he's not getting a honeymoon. So, like again, exactly. like come on, let's be real. Like, but but people like ripped into him saying, "I'm going, let's be realistic." 
There are certain things are expected yeah. you to say at a wedding if you're getting married, and that is one of them. That is one of the key, like... <laughs> yeah, thank you all guys for coming. I just want to say this is my second favourite wedding. Uh... Yeah, again, yeah. He's not... Get- <laughs> and also, with Arnold Schwarzenegger as your, your father-in-law, you better be damn well saying you're, you're, the, you're the happiest man alive. Like, you better probably, damn well. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger probably wrote his, his speech Oh, 100%. Volume. He wrote yeah. it up, and, he, you know, he probably went into yeah. the wedding night and, and, and just basically going, not enough thrust... You move your move your hips a bit more. You're not, you know, it's, it's like a bench press. Do it now. It's almost going to be like the, the old Native American um, marriage ceremonies where everyone waits outside the tent as you consummate. Nah. <laughs> or, or, or in any English, you know, or in any English nobility where they would make sure that you consummate the marriage. Yeah, same thing, same concept. Yeah. All right. In you go. No coming out until you have your grandchild. <laughs> Birth me the next heir to my kingdom, if it's a male. And if it's a female, birth me a decent trade partner to another kingdom. Excellent. Thinking about like the next House of Dragon series or season (laughs) now, because that's the same vibe. Same vibe, of course. (laughs) Game of Thrones, like, ugh. (laughs) Wedding night ickies. Yes, yep, 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 yep. That's made people so uncomfortable in in House of Dragons where they they have like the 15-year-old girl like talking to like the seven-year-old man. I'm going like, that made you uncomfortable. Don't read any history of Europe because, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, the that was really... like the fact that he was like going, "Oh, I don't know if I want to marry someone so young." Is like that would not be the reality in, in Europe. They'd yeah. be like going, "Well, oh, childbearing no. years." Yeah, but like, where's the dowry? Exactly. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. That's where that you know. But again, we've all discussed that Game of Thrones would be more interested if there was dinosaurs. But again, that's a whole separate other. That's a whole separate other thing that we that you know. Yeah. That <laughs> as if he wouldn't want to see two people charging each other, riding T Rexes with lances, like just like Dinotopia. Martin Kearns. Do it. Yes, sir. Question. Question for you. What? Any franchise? Any? Any book series? Any, anything? What would you want to add dinosaurs to? Oh, tricky Ooh. question. How about Dawson's Creek? Let's do it. Dawson's Creek. Love it. Right? You know what? I, I, you know. I don't want to wait. <laughs> you just see the Nessie, the, the plesiosaur's head comes out and pulls pulls Vanderbeek off the boat. Instead of Dawson, uh, Dawson coming through Katie Holmes's window, it's like a velociraptor. It's like, hey, Dawson can't make it. Fogs up the window with its breath. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that, that's it. That's it. That's it. There's a ladder. There were lots of raptors up there. She's sort of half asleep, yeah. and you just see the nostrils on the window. That's the of scene. Of the Utah raptor. Yep, yep. That's made my day. That's the scene. <laughs> so so are, you go, are you going to um, swap some of the characters with dinosaurs, or are they just going to be... Dinosaurs around. <laughs> it's a Lophosaurus and a skirt and make it a secondary love interest. Well, it's, it's right? got a skirt face. It's That's true. That's true. The, the trailer for the game came out in the Game Awards, by the way. Dilophosaurus was yeah, I'll the marquee. You, but that was the last thing on my list. Yeah, the, the survival. survival. Look, I'm very, I'm jump. very intrigued. Yeah, yeah. That looks good. Yeah, well, it looks very good. And they, I mean, if you're going to bring yeah. us back to to some place, bring us back there. Uh, the That's traditional the yeah, 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 yeah. whatever it is, yeah. You'd like, see Grant's hat there. Just ah, uh, yeah. yeah, classic. It's good. He's yes. the yeah, nah, Now, nah, Demi, nah, there, nah, there, there, 
There are two great shows that could, the two great things that could also use dinosaurs. The first one where I'm with, is a little left field, but Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well done. I, I, know, I, know how you, why, I know why you thought about this. You know exactly why I thought about this because I would want to see dinosaurs playing football. This is just, this is just, you know, why would you not? So I think Ted Lasso, but the next one I'd, I'd I'd want to see would be probably like Save it, Saving Private Ryan, but with dino, with dinosaurs. See, that's like, brilliant. That, would that be changes awesome. the whole opening scene. The opening scene would be even more awesome. Like, Triceratops <laughs> is getting off the boats. Exactly, and Raptor is just like swimming through the thing, and then like you know. I want to see dinosaurs fighting the Germans just exactly. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you don't have some German dinosaur, so they'd have their own specific ones. And so, like you know, that 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 village scene where like they're they're, they're on the villages, like the, the Germans are bringing their big T Rex into that village scene, and then like you know, and, and then they're trying to like, they play, plant explosive mines and blow it out to legs, and like you, you know, that's the thing. And then towards the end, you can still have it. Your pterodactyl flies down and drops the bomb and destroys destroy. You know, it's basically you know, mm-hmm. you'd have the Allied dinosaurs and have obviously then the German style dinosaurs. See, I would I would do Fury, mm-hmm. but the uh, Germans would have the uh, Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus, yeah, that's, that's, that's a tank. You know? The tank, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that then, is the and tank. then, and then probably the Americans would come with a little patch, patchy, patchy, patchy Nice, because you know, because we, we, the Germans had the superior technology. So they had the bigger tanks. Yep, yep. And the you, leopard you, tank was insane. Yep, or the tiger you, you rather, to, not the leopard. Yep. You need to take. What do you need? Um three or four to take down one so yep. yep three shermans to a tiger i think because they you're i think you're spot yeah. on and even then it wasn't a done deal no sometimes <laughs> no. the tiger came back yeah yeah but it, that movie was very good by the oh, way oh, i love, I love reference great 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 film one of one of the few war movies i will actually watch and enjoy like i'm not a war movie guy but that is in in no. the five, there's five war movies I watch, and that's in it. Ankylosaurus mm-hmm. for the Germans, and but I think Stegosaurus or Triceratops for the Allied tanks, because it's like they'll be they'll be in the open, so they're not as armored. But they also have some armor behind the big like Triceratops carapace. But you can still imagine that with them. Imagine still that like the Triceratops, but on the back of it, like a sixty millimeter gun. Like the guys, like they, they can still like put the shell into. It just... <laughs> I feel like now it's just turning into Turok. <laughs> no no we are wanting dino riders from our childhood yeah. and we are wanting dino riders more so like you know the fact that that the fact that all of the 80s has been like strip mined for, for, for mm. ip but not one yeah. of the greatest ips available yeah. dino riders 100 percent Paxwell Ridge with a pacifist raptor. Pacifist raptor. <laughs> I, I will not I'll not carry a weapon into this war. <laughs> he's desperately trying to suture him, but he's just cutting him worse. <laughs> with his cloth. Yeah, he's, okay, yeah, that's worse. Oh man. I don't think he could beat that. Forrest Gump, but he's a brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I started running. I was, uh, it's this huge long neck. My magic shoes don't take me anywhere. It's just loping towards uh, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Imagine with the, the Vietnam scene. This is giant brothers. <laughs> It's like why? Why is the why is the back of that boat sinking so much? <laughs> bubble gum shrimp. Yeah, even even uh, bubble gum bubble gum shrimp. 
Bubba going through his bobbies up the front and it's just like the boat like that because you've got a brontosaurus <laughs> on the back. Bubba would have to be a T-Rex because he's got no arms. You know? Oh, yes! <laughs> Lieutenant Dan was a T-Rex, absolutely. <laughs> Even better. Oh, man. Okay, so... I think you've got your title. Oh, you've got your title for the episode there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, look, I've got a correcting IGN if you want to do it, tackle it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Martin Kearns, you are the first guest to join us for uh, correcting IGN. Oh, this is this is pressure. The last one they had wasn't too bad. Like like that was I think it was horror movies or something like that. That was that wasn't pretty terrible. No, I think it was that no, was is zombie movies. Zombie movies. And then right, there was yeah. the monster movie one, which was like, is this a monster? No, not really, but. Yeah. You, you know they like to flush me out, but this this is the fifteen best Keanu Reeves movies. So this is personal. Oh. Mm. So as Dangerous. I go through this list, you got to start thinking about the ones that aren't there because there will be ones that aren't there because this is how IGN work. <laughs> Coming in at number fifteen, The Devil's Ad- Advocate. Hey. Mm. You know what? This is going to be hard because there's so these genres. That mm-hmm. this is going to span. Like, what is The Devil's Advocate? It's not even horror, really. Is it a no. drama? That's oh, tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Pacino is what it is. It's a Pacino film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pacino. Pacino. yeah, yeah, it's a Pacino. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm not a massive fan of that movie, so I'm just like not bad. I maybe don't think it should be on the list at all. It's like I I can think of fifteen better movies that Keanu's been in. All the movies that were made good by Pacino screaming in them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Consider yeah. the sauce. Whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> you lose in the book, Dad. All right, so all right, we'll take fifteen. We'll take fifteen. Uh, Constantine was number fourteen. Number fourteen. Yeah, no, that should be a hell of a lot higher. Really? No say. pun intended. Um, like I, I love that movie. That's good. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it should be at least in in the top ten. Yeah. Not fourteen. Top bit five. low. Yeah. Bit low on that one. I believe that that movie had the best visual medium version of satan as i can't i always forget the guy's name but he's in a million trillion things he carried armageddon too he's in armageddon as well yeah yeah and he plays all the russians he plays all the russians even though he's swedish he plays all the russians (laughs) yes is that oh that's yeah oh yeah you need a russian guy you look for that guy you look look for the swede (laughs) if you need a russian he slays that role you're absolutely right I'm looking. I'm actually going to do him the justice of looking him we up. Should because he right deserves. It. <laughs> but, um, but he does. He, he, he no, does. no. I think honestly, that was one of the earlier versions comic book adaptations mm. that we got, and it, it I it still held up. I watched it not long ago, a couple of couple of weeks ago, and it it's still. It should. I, I honestly believe it should be top ten easy. Easy. Um, I've got the page up here. Yeah. The guy's name is. Russian guy, uh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter Storman. His name is such a Russian name. He's Swedish, just so you know. Oh, he's Swedish. Oh, cool. There you he, go. He, but he plays yeah, Russians. Anyway. Yeah, constantly, <laughs> just constantly, constantly Russians. <laughs> yeah, like better than any other Russian could. He he was actually he was actually one of my favorite characters in Prison Break. Yeah. So, um, he played again played the Russian mobster. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he was in Lost World, second Jurassic Park movie. Oh yeah, yes, he that's was. right. Yeah, he was one yeah. of the shady army guys, whatever they were, oh. right? 
gets eaten by compies. Mm -hmm. Which is what Hammond dies of in the novel, by the way. That was kind of an homage to that. Yeah, I love those books. I love those books. Um, Yeah, they were very mm -hmm. good. Um, But back to this travesty of 14. Yeah, that's not okay. We have to talk about this more. Well, Um, (laughs) this next one will piss you off even more. Uh, Matrix Reloaded. (laughs) We shouldn't even do sequels on this list. I know the Matrix series, the three of them, but no. That's another one where let's just pretend that 13 doesn't exist then. Yeah. I couldn't Um, even sit still in Matrix Reloaded because of what it was standing up against the first movie. Yeah. That was such you a know? that's been the that was such a disappointment to, yeah. you know you thought like where oh okay yeah. Do you think do you think that was because do you think it was because they were bored out? Do you think that it was because they were filmed like back to back and they were bored out so quickly? Yeah, but Maybe. Lord of the Rings did that. True. And then Yeah, but they, I think uh, something tells me in my head that the matrix was only 6 months between the uh, between Reloaded and Revolution, they were very close. They were very close. Look, yeah. they had some interesting ideas, but just poor execution. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, speaking of sequels, uh, sequels, Bill and Ted Three. Nah, no. that's the new one, right? With oh, the, um, the olders. No, 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 no. The new one is terrible. The new better one than, is better than the second one. No, 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 dude. Not you even get the Reaper rap, right? No, not even the Reaper raps bit. in the second one. The second yeah. one was awesome. <laughs> they played they played the game against the Reaper to, for their lives. Yeah. And the Reaper kept losing. And they're going, best out of seven? You're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, 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 look, the third one was good for a closure film, but um, yeah, look, I'm okay with it being where it is on the on the list. I, I didn't like it because it, cha- it changed what the number two ending was they like because number two ending you already like they saw the news clip showing that they had already moved towards world peace because of their music it was a perfect ending yeah. perfect way ended but this one they're, like they're going oh we haven't done it yet so going, but what happened to all the things you just did but anyway but again I, I, it's one of those yeah. again yeah it wasn't like this it shouldn't be anywhere near the top agitated. list shouldn't be anywhere near the top list all right number 11 parenthood i don't even know if Never i've seen, seen it. it ron howard movie Nah, yeah, he he's pretty good, I guess, but I haven't seen the film. <laughs> was it like 1988? 89. Yeah, there you go. That's why I was, yeah, I was being honest, It's one of the few movies that I'm, you know what, I'm going to put it on my hospital list because I I will, I do, I do the work, damn it. If I can't work <laughs> and I can't make money, I'll watch movies for you. <laughs> there you go. So what is it, Parenthood, Jamie? Yeah, when did yeah. it come out? Parenthood, 1989. Now, I know uh, now I'm pissed off with this one because this one's he's barely in it at all. Um, always be my maybe. That's not no no. That's one of the no. rom coms, isn't it? Cameos yep. don't count. Cameos right? don't count. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. not cool. That's plus dumb. that movie is it's not even a top five rom com. So that was the one where he was in it. He was he was in it for about twenty minutes yeah. or something yeah. as a date. Yeah, yeah. as yeah. one of the girls' date. No, that doesn't count. No. Sorry. IGN, no. I'm going to guess, too, like Johnny Mnemonic's not on this list and things, maybe 47 oh, Ronin. I bet you they're not on this no, list, and that sh- garbage sh- is there. All right, I don't want to upset Ryan. I'll stop Martin, talking. Martin, Martin, I can only be so erect, please, please. please. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic is one of my all-time favorite Keanu Reeves movies we'll, we'll, of all time. We'll get to what so. should be on the list, but the next one's Toy Story 4. He's the was he he's, in that? He's the stunt driver. Uh, uh, hey, a, a man of a, culture, Jamie. No, I like that movie. I like that movie. <laughs> My kids watch it. They we've seen it like ten thousand times. 
a confession. I haven't seen it, and there's a reason behind it because you don't like. And it. I don't mean to get all all sap. Or, no, no, I don't want to get all sappy or anything. But my mum's favorite movies were the Toy Story oh, movies, okay. and the last movie we watched together was Toy Story three. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna leave oh, those. I don't want to watch any of the others. Point, point, so yeah. cool. If you if he was good in that, I'll take your word for oh, it. Yeah. He's barely it's in it. Barely though. in That's it. Another doesn't one. count. No, he's he's, he's okay. in it more than more than the other movies. Yeah, but it's not not That's no. Fair, he's yeah. not starring in it. Yeah, he's Probably. not like he's not one of the main. Yeah, cast. should these movies should be starring or at least co-starring in a major role? Yeah, not cameos. Not like, if you're going to tell me SpongeBob SquarePants is on this list, he was in it for <laughs> again like four no, or five seconds. That, that's different. Uh, next one's Bram Stoker's Dracula, nineteen ninety-two. Yes, yeah, okay, yep. It's a great yep. film. Gary Oldman. Yeah. He one that was one of my favorite. He, he does a Jonathan Harker. Um, I obviously being a horror nut, I know the background to, to mm-hmm. the Dracula law. Um, that was fantastic. That's well, that's in my top four Keanu movies. So yeah, okay. that should be higher in my books. But fantastic movie. And yeah, yeah, you're right, Martin Gary Oldman as Dracula. Just yeah, it, they slay in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that 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 belongs <laughs> that belongs in that list, but I think it should be higher. I agree with you. I think it should be top five. Yeah. Number seven, River's Edge, 1986. Oh, okay. You've given There's me another one for the list. I've never seen it. That was three. River's Edge, did you say, Jamie? Yeah. River's Edge with... Like uh, 16 in it? Yeah. Crispin, Crispin Glover's in it. Oh, really? This is back when they were just putting out movies with young men near rivers. <laughs> yeah. The river runs through it. was around yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. Oh. That's on my list. Thank you, Jamie. All right. Now, one that I know we have all seen, or you're insane, Point Break. Oh, oh yeah. Point Break. Yeah. I'll take that yeah. being this high. <laughs> that should, that's, that's actually my number two Ooh. Keanu, best Keanu movies of all time. Point Break. I could watch that with Gary Busey, with the, the man with the man, the teeth, the legend. I could watch that <laughs> anytime, man. And Ryan Maze Swayze, too. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. You've got Patrick Swayze as well. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing movie. Yeah, I'll agree. It should be higher, but yeah. Number five, My Own Private Idaho. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Number five, The Replacements. Number five, something else besides whatever that movie is. Yeah. What the hell is that film? What was that, My Own Private Idaho? Yep. Is The Replacements on this uh, list? Because I'm getting a bit nervous. That, that One of the probably, greatest films. Dude, dude, it's IGN. It's probably not. Um, we're up to num- we're up to number so four. Footsteps Falco doesn't make the cut. I, I'm sorry, you've got something wrong with your life. Just... <laughs> uh, number four is John Wick, the first one. Yeah, at least yeah, it's obviously. in the top five. At least it's in the top five. Yeah. 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 Number three is the first Bill and Ted. Okay. Okay. That was his breakout role. Yeah. yeah that, that, I mean, that movie's amazing. Okay. There's mm-hmm. two. There's there's two left, and you are going to be devastated. Not that. These are on this list probably, but because there's ones that aren't on this list. Number two is Speed. Oh. Yeah, I'll give her that. No, no, no. I'll give – it was for – got to think of the time too. Yeah. Dennis Hopper you gotta think was of the great. Time. Still, yeah. And so was Sandy. Yeah. Look, the, uh, look, it's not in my top four, but it, it's it's up there for me. Not – yeah. Swap that with Constantine and I'd be so happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not not a bad movie by any means, but think of the think of the other films that belong. Yeah. All right, I'm, Jamie literally just said this, can, so I'll stop. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, can we play the guessing, guessing game, game that we played what, for number one? What is number one? You all get one vote. So, Chris, each. what do you think number one is? Uh, don't is, have you Googled it already? No, no. Um, it's no? it's IGN, so they're stupid. So uh, they'll say The Matrix. 
That's what I was going to guess too, because it's going to be the most predictable. I'm I'm going to say chain reaction with Morgan Freeman and Keanu Reeves. Fan- I didn't think of that one. That's a fantastic one. That that's my number one. But Crackled anyway, Cold Fusion. I've got to do a yeah, better Keanu. Yeah, it's not it's not going to be on it. But anyway, and dr- drum roll. Chris wins. Martin wins. Okay. Matrix. <laughs> Matrix. I can't be mad at that. That was a groundbreaking for, film. for the for the time. Yeah, groundbreaking technology. Now, now for the correcting of them, what should be on this list? Yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Well, let's see. So, are we going to keep Matrix in number one? Not necessarily. I mean, look, it's no. a groundbreaking movie. I will, I'll give them that. But I yeah, you know, I, I, but the fact that there's only one John Wick on this list is. And two Bill and Ted's. Yeah, that was very surprised. The Day the Earth Stood Still is not on this list. The Day the Earth Stood Still remake is not on this list. Just oh, to throw that out there for everybody. Yeah, right? That like, was a good movie. And, and nor is Street movie. Kings. Let me just pull that up. That well. was a good movie. Where's Street Kings? Another Great Kings. One. Yeah, that reminds me. I need to watch that again. Thank you, Chris. That's definitely a great movie. Like, yeah, John the Demonic. Aquaman dude in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could live without 47 Ronin being on this, but I did enjoy that film too. I like that. I like it's that still a good movie, good though. Yeah, good it's film. good, yeah. but maybe not in top 15. Well, better oh. than there's at least four of the ones that were in the top 15, though. Better than, better than their films, yes. Correct. Yeah. And I'm happy to not do sequels, unless they're unbelievable standouts compared to the first film, right? Like having Matrix Reloaded on there. No, that was stupid. Yeah. If you're going to have Matrix Reloaded <laughs> and, and you don't have the second John Wick film where they went, let's take this idea and now let's make it even more nuts. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like going, people like gun scenes, but then let's give them an entire scene of showing different kinds of guns in some sort of fancy sombrile scene, which is the greatest scene which is one of the most awesome scenes in film. Yeah, they and let's that. let's and I think I can't remember if it was two or three, but let's show people how they can kill someone in a library with a book. <laughs> yep. And with a and you know and and two they were going, hey, Joker hinted the pencil scene. Let's just let's yeah. just show the pencil scene. Let's just, <laughs> <laughs> no hinting. Let's just show them how that works. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think the I think the the replacements is a really good movie the too. Is fantastic. I, I think that should Definitely should be at least in the top fifteen. So yeah. IGN, you've done it again. Yeah, you completely balled it up. I, I don't. Does anyone actually agree with the Matrix at one? I don't personally, but it's okay. It's fine. Look, I think it's up there because again, it's groundbreaking. Um, I would accept but, the argument. I'd say you know top five. And when you think of the first hour of that movie too, there's not a not a ton of special effects being leaned on in the beginning. That's a lot of story. Yeah. In the very beginning, till mm. you start really getting into the whole like red pill, red pill, blue pill, and they get yeah. into the philosophy yeah. of it all. So that I could, if somebody leaned on that hard, I'd be like, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll no, back I, down. I'm okay with that one. That's Constantine cool. should be two or three, maybe. Yeah. Um, point Break, yeah, Point yeah. Break is just none. No, and yeah, Dracula has to mm. be in the top five. It has yeah. to be. It's all anybody talked about when it came out. But, you know, it's IGN. It's, <laughs> it's IGN. IGN it's so. expected. Yeah. That was good. You stirred us all up, Jamie. And how do I mean, and how do we all say that IGN get their list? They Google other lists and go, yeah. they've got someone working there. And they go, Keanu Reeves movie. Oh, this is a list. This is what we're no, going to do. We all know they use ChatGPT. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it was AI. Yeah. They, they throw it in a room filled with monkeys and they see what comes out. 
That's the way they do it. You know, no, no, the room full of monkeys can still write some decent shit. So, so you <laughs> know, don't, don't, don't underestimate those monkeys. It's a Family Guy bit, right? A flower exactly. by any other name, chrysanthemum. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm, uh, I'm going to do right now is go to ChatGPT and ask it what the top fifth. <laughs> oh, sweet! That's a good idea. Jamie hates AI. No, I hate AI art. Yeah, I I listened to the previous episode and I heard you guys. Um, Rebecca had a pretty good take, and then counter take, and then counter take, and then counter take. You know, she she pivoted well with you, Chris. It's it's a hard topic because you make you bring up good points until you examine them. <laughs> until you examine them, <laughs> and then and then having a machine do it. The problem is a machine can spit out five hundred copies in a minute, whereas a human <laughs> makes one copy in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Auto death by automation. Every industry has experienced it. It's time for the artsy folk to also experience death by automation. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so I've this is this is the top ten according to ChatGPT. Okay. Okay. And now I'm now convinced that IGN didn't do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Coming, coming in at number ten, the replacements. Excellent. Okay. All right. Yep. Number nine. Number nine is speed. Okay. Yep. Fair. Number eight is Constantine. Look at that. Much better. better. Okay. Much it still better. should be top five, but six number, higher, yeah. number seven, A Scanner Darkly. It's an animated sci-fi film. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll have to look into that because that'll be fun. Um, number six, The Devil's Advocate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Sorry, I just froze there because I realized I put two two movies on the same twice. Uh, number four. Five is Bill and Ted, the first one. Yep. That's Num- a good yep. slot. Number four is Point Break. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's more like it. Number three is also number nine, Speed. I don't know why I'd put it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good film. <laughs> <laughs> GPT decided to crush our hopes and dreams. Number two is John Wick. Mm-hmm. And it says John Wick series. So it's saying series, okay, so let's put them into a... Okay, okay. And yep, then it yep. said number one is The Matrix. Um, okay. Okay. So now, get rid of speed and put Constantine in that spot, and then we're happy. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, Const- no, Constantine's already on the list. It's number eight. So yeah, but then right. move it up. Move it up. Move it up. All right, then what, then what do you put in place for number eight? The day the earth stood still. Chain reaction. Chain reaction, actually, Ooh. yeah. Yep, yeah. chain reaction. at the time, that was chain the reaction. height of 90s. I, I don't yep. know if it was in the 90s, but mm-hmm. it was that high budget. No, it was 90s. It was, it was 90s. Yeah, that big, the big special effects... This is what ChatGPT has to say about this list. These films showcase the range of Keanu Reeves' acting abilities from action-packed blockbusters to thought-provoking dramas. Keep in mind that there are other great films in his filmography and personal preferences may influence the selection of favourites. It's a nice explanation. They are, yeah, I already like ChatGPT more than... ChatGPT is better than <laughs> way better. This way is better. why <laughs> journalists are afraid. Because... I was going to say Chris is this this doing nothing but filling up Chris's gas tank right now. Exactly. <laughs> no, but like, like, but like I said, look, I I agree AI works for some things, but it doesn't for others. You know. Yeah. So replacing all journalists, it works. So, I yeah, have well, an interesting can... counter argument to ChatGPT on this one because no slight to the man, the myth, the Keanu. But yeah. I feel like his reactions being the same to everything 
or why he works in everything. Like in the movie Knock Knock, his reaction yeah. to Anna de Armas coming in and stripping and doing whatever she did to him in that film is no different than when the squid went through his belly button. It's the same in The Matrix. It's the same that's that's that we've always we've always said that he's not a man of great range. No, same but reaction. the man can make a film. Yeah, no, yes. you know what I mean. No, stick to what you're good at, essentially. You know. Yeah. That's a um, Anthony Hopkins says that. Before we cut off, yeah. or like cut off. I'm not saying right now, but I must. I did watch a film. Uh, this is talking, but it's only brought it up because of range. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, right? We all know Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, he's done a movie called Imperium in 2016, where he plays a detective who goes undercover in a white supremacist group. Mm-hmm to try and bring them down from the inside. So he has to play a Nazi supremacist. Um, you want to talk about range? Watch that film. Mm. Okay. Because I could not believe that that, that man has and, – and this it goes back to what everyone's saying. He has enough money from Harry Potter to do whatever the hell he wants movie-wise. Yes, yeah. And this movie, like, it's, it's, it's full-on. I'm not going to lie. So maybe – make sure that there's no kiddies around or anything, <laughs> but um, it's full on, but it's, it's like American history X kind of yep. vibe, but he's trying to bring them down from the inside. But yep. obviously, you know, he, he has a lot of black friends and, and Jewish friends and stuff. And it's all about the clashes that yep. happen there as well. So, so if you want to check out someone who's got amazing range yep. for Daniel Radcliffe, that man should have won an award for that. So yeah. That's for for you, Martin. For you guys and for our listeners, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Um, I think you can find it on Prime. Um, yeah. I didn't because we all know where Ryan gets his movies from. Um, the high seas, <laughs> yar. <laughs> yeah, and and I just saw a little trailer on YouTube on the other week, and I thought, you know what, that looks good. So uh, yeah, sure, good and, deal. You know, he's got a fantastic range because he also plays Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know how that movie is. <laughs> yep. That movie is fantastic. Have you seen that movie, Ron, um, yeah. Martin? No. I, I yeah. didn't know that he played Weird Al. Yeah. You have to check it out. I think it's called Weird Al Yankovic, the story it's or something. Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Yeah. Oh, all right. And it's... Yeah. It's a, the whole movie's a parody, so some of it's true and some of it's not. Ah, uh, and you got to figure it out. No, it's pretty obvious which ones are the true bits and which ones are the big yeah. bits. <laughs> we we watched the movie and then and then not long after that, me and Jamie actually got to go and see Weird Al in concert. Yep. Um, and um, and you got to be disappointed like, live. I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Did. I did not say I was disappointed. It just That's he played a lot of than... stuff that he wouldn't normally play. But anyway, he's like because we, we got such a delay in the movie coming out on Paramount Plus over here. Obviously, a lot of us had seen it a different way. And he's like, how many people have seen my movie? And well, yeah. And he goes, how many people have how many people have seen my movie before it came out the other day? And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, until like uh, our countries get together and figure out this problem. He was he was getting in yeah. trouble because he was encouraging people to see it however they yeah. could. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. care how you see yeah. it. If Australia it's wants to delay releases right for some unknown stupid reason, that is their fault. Yeah. Like yeah. And this was a massive delay. This was it came out on April the third in the states on streaming service, 
and we didn't get it till May the 15th or something. Oh, so it yeah. wasn't like it was a couple of days. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? That, that's on them. It was, that is on them. That's on them. I remember the first time I enacted the VPN was because something came out on Netflix. I think it might have been the animated Godzilla movie or something. And it wasn't yeah. coming out in the U.S. It was streaming in, in on Netflix in Japan that day, but it was going to come yeah. out in the U.S. in like four months. It was like, like hell it is. I'm going <laughs> yeah. That's on and them. Boop, switched it over right in the router. Yeah. And for a while, we, we were getting all the Marvel movies before everyone else, like before America. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That I think great. that's even I remember better. we got the, the first Avengers. I think we got the first Avengers two days before or three days before you guys got it over in the States. We're right. supposed to do it that way, though, because we trick my kids into thinking that our New Year's Eve has struck midnight by watching the Sydney fireworks, mm -hmm. yeah. which is at, <laughs> say, say ah, way no. earlier in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I believe. Nice. I'm pretty sure that that's how we All get right. away with that. So you should get it a half a day <laughs> ahead. Yeah, it's one of our little tricks. I don't know if it'll work this year because we're going to have people over, but it worked last year. <laughs> there it is. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Martin Kearns. I hope you've Indeed. enjoyed your interaction on the main show. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's how we do it now. We, we have one interview. We have two interviews. And then we go, we're out of questions Let's throw him at Chris Park and see what happens. <laughs> He's a lot. He's a lot. There's a lot that comes again. And, and also there's, you know, it really depends on the day. I have no idea what's going to come out. Like, honestly, I have no idea what's going to come out depending yeah. on the, when, I, when, I, when it opens. It just happens. Well, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't really have a plan for today. We had one article and yet we still went two hours. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. but yeah. that's the best thing about it. That, that's yeah. the best thing about it. And I say it all the time. We're not one of those podcasts who have a list. Okay, we're going to talk about this, 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 and this. We are, we're, we're have, it's, it's like friends having a chat. Yeah. And that's how we've always been. And that's how we always will be. Um, and that's what I think makes us different from a lot of the other podcasts. Except if you listen to your early episodes yeah. when you were that way and it was really hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we still get a lot. We still, one, we still get a lot of people listening to those episodes. Two, we get a lot of, lot of people sending in yeah. uh, comments and questions and talking to us because of those. So, Hey, there you go. You know, it's, but it's, it's always it fun. Happens. There you go. Should we do an outro for Rebecca Castles? <laughs> do you want to read a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> sure, when you're done talking. Well, before you read a little bit more, uh, tell us where we can buy your books. People can follow you. Used to be able to do it on uh, do it more wide. I ended up focusing more on Amazon, which mm -hmm. some people yeah. disagree with. Um, but it's on KU. It makes sense. You can get them on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, it's where I make most of my yep. money from them right now, actually. And um, you can get them paperback anywhere, Barnes & Noble, anywhere um, they're sold. I'm trying to get them in more indie bookstores, to be honest with you, because yeah. I want to patronize those good places, brick and mortars, as much as I can. But yeah. um, I need to write mm -hmm. more books to be able to do that, too. Yeah. So <laughs> Amazon's your best bet, though, if you want to make Jeff Bezos richer. He can win the space race. I don't know. He's losing right now, I think. And um, And yeah. Anywhere else you go on the website, you'll find links. So if you go to readcurrents.com, you'll find whatever links you need. All right. Um, and they're, and de they're definitely on Kindle Unlimited because I did just pick them up again so to read in hospital. But I think this will be my fifth read-through of them. Oh so I, they definitely are available on Kindle Unlimited right now for our, our Aussies and around the world. So, yeah, please. Check it out. Do yourself a favor and, and pick them up. I'm going to send you paper copies of the short stories once they're polished. Oh, that's That'll be look, fun. Uh, yeah. That'll be fun. That, I, I, I have a lot. I, I, figure, I plan on doing a hell of a lot of reading while I'm in hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, Rebecca Castles was kind enough to um, 
asked me to be a proofreader for her um, on some of her new stuff. Nice. So nice. I'm going to be doing that while I'm in hospital because all I'm going to be doing is sitting down on my back uh, and going to the gym three hours a day. So and becoming you know, aroused, I've got plenty of time <laughs> randomly while proofreading Rebecca Castle's smutty, smutty books. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's because because you got a subliminal um, vision of Henry Cavill, so you know. It's... Oh yes, yeah, somebody's definitely. dog will come into the room and he'll just be like, "Hmm, is this?" You <laughs> have strange feelings. <laughs> what oh, is happening funny. here? Yeah. Well, before Martin Kearns takes us out with a wonderful excerpt from Rebecca Castles, guys, thanks for listening. Reach out to us. On Instagram, stories underscore podcast. Send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com and uh, we'll catch you next time. Take it away, Martin Cones. All right. This one's from the female perspective, everybody. Oh. Mm. As I followed Damien, I noticed he'd grown a lot this past year. He always had a large build and towered over everyone her own age, but he has to be at least six foot four. And I could tell that his muscles had become even more defined through the smart yet casual shirt he was wearing. Not to mention his jeans did absolutely nothing to hide his mouth-watering ass. (laughs) I was hoping that my small crush would dissipate over time, but here I am staring at Damien's ass. The only thing that kept me from following the train of thought was the fact that Damien kept turning around to look at me. His eyes were one thing, the one thing about him that hadn't changed, and I will admit they are the reason my little crush started. He has dark brown eyes with small flecks of gold in them. I've always been mesmerized by them and would get jealous any time he started to stare at other girls when he hit puberty. I would wish every day that he would stare at me the same way so that I could get lost in those eyes. Unfortunately, he never did. When we reached our teenage years, he steadily became the hunk of the pack whilst I struggled to meet what everyone else considered desirable. That is so Henry Cavill. <laughs> I was going to say. Henry Cavill kept Graham. Just decided. Yeah, and now I'm off to the bed. <laughs> Catch you later, guys. There you go. Take care, everybody. In 1932, the Australian Army declared war on 20,000 emus and lost. It's a part of Australian history that not many know about. Maybe that's because history is written by those who win. So if you want to hear the full story of the Great Emu War of 1932, then check out my book, Letters from the Emu War. Read letters, newspaper articles, and journal entries. With every turn of the page, you will gain a deeper understanding of the life and times of emus at war. So head on over to jabryden.com and grab a signed copy today.